myth 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 logic myth logic logic all right hello and welcome to mythologic uh, i'm your host cody seller with uh your other host robin ringland We'd like to uh, start off uh, our, our podcast here with talking about our dreams a little bit, which uh, is perhaps perhaps a way that some myths get started. Uh, perhaps not. We'll see. Um, I've got one that has just always boggled my mind. I don't know how uh, how I even thought of this. It, is it is it thinking of something when you dream it? Is, is that count as thinking of something? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just your subconscious mind spewing crap out yeah. and being like, hey, remember this? Yeah, then... yeah, yeah. Let me yeah let me turn that person into a cockroach and tie that <laughs> in. Um, yeah. So okay. So. In high school, something like that. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I had a dream uh, where I was... It was just like this really... It was very theatrical. It was a very like, bizarre spot. Um, there, there was a big, an old claw-footed tub with this murky water in it. Ooh. And uh, it, just a big spotlight down on it. So like you can see everything else was black. Uh, it was like... Uh, have you seen... Um, seen Stranger Things? No, I haven't. No? It's on okay. my to-watch list. Though. Okay, you definitely, yeah. definitely watch it. But there's a moment in the place called the Upside Down, and I won't, I don't want, won't ruin it okay. uh, here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I won't go into it. But it's just like a, yeah, it's just, just a picture. It's very dark. Uh, just basically black. Um, so here's the thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just right now. No, there's no, uh, nobody in time at the beginning, and then just kind of. Uh, from every direction, one by one, all my whole friend group at the time uh, just kind of walks up to the tub, and everybody is dressed to the nines. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, like full. I, I don't mean like business suits. I mean like tuxedos. Like it's a black tie affair, apparently. Uh, tuxedos, uh, top hats, um, you know, uh, full gowns, uh, the whole thing, and everybody kneels beside the the uh, the clawfoot tub. And uh, then all of a sudden, another one of my friends in a fully white tuxedo, but completely wrapped in saran wrap, sits up <laughs> out of the murky water <laughs> and uh, screams, I've been rapified. And that's... <laughs> oh, my God. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a, oh, my God, uh, you, need, uh, you need therapy, I think. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, uh, analyze this. What do you think that means? <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe it has something to do with hygiene. <laughs> I don't know. The water's kind of murky. He's wrapped in saran wrap. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Robin's looking over Sweet here and, and seeing me uh, sweat in this uh, <laughs> dank uh, room that we're in and, and thinking, that guy needs a shower. That's probably what that means. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I have no, yeah, it's, I have no idea. Like, I want to, I would love to, I'd, you know, you, I kind of want, you want these things to mean something for some reason. I don't know why, uh, but probably, probably it's just like um, uh, the, the schisms of my mind, yeah. <laughs> you know, being kind of glued together. Yeah, people try to, like, write standards for, like, what dreams mean and yeah. stuff like that, and maybe there's, like an underlying pattern but mm -hmm. like I feel like for most people what their dreams mean is like the meaning is individual to them yeah it's just a reflection of their anxieties from the time yeah that's an interesting thought like it's a it's kind of a an interesting way to look at it rather than I think when people talk about meanings of dreams they want to they want to talk about um, you know this means that um, I don't know you're something's gonna happen in the future or that yeah. you have these buried things but but really it just it, it we we could might be able to talk about meaning as more like okay these are these are elements uh, of your like emotional or or like intellectual state mm -hmm. that are just kind of uh, weaving themselves into each other yeah. um, and creating a sort of a, a surrealist picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. I did mention before that um, I often have this nightmare where my my teeth fall out yes. or they become loose and rearrange yeah. themselves or something, and 
I had read on a website that mm-hmm. could possibly mean that I don't feel in control of myself in like my waking life. Yeah. But I, t- I, I actually told this to one of my friends, and he's like, "Well, it probably means you need to brush your teeth." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "All right, that's." There's always there's al- yeah. <laughs> there's always like the literalist uh, uh, rationale for it yeah. for sure. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Like, yeah, because I think I think that there's probably. Some, you know, at least in my mind, there's there's a difference there between a, just a dream that you have one off and a recurring dream. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I think that there's any, like too too much weight to to any of it, uh, but um, I think yeah, I think like a, a dream like that could definitely uh, be the embodiment of some uh, some sort of uh, anxiety, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, like it might be. I think yeah, I think it's more of an emotional picture than than anything. I don't know if you're yeah. but... especially with what's going on in my life right now. I mean, yeah. I'm in school. Uh, there's yeah. so many I got assignments and stuff yeah. to work on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, really, it's a it's a it's a little overwhelming for sure. <laughs> for mm-hmm. sure. Have you had that dream recently? Um, not in the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah. if I have, I don't remember. Yeah. So yeah, but I usually do remember it because yeah. I wake up and I'm like touching my mouth like oh yeah I wish all there <laughs> yeah I wish there was a way to just like uh, you know record plugins a little uh, mm-hmm. USB into the ear or something and record uh, your dreams yeah. although immediately as I said that I thought that sounds creepy as hell. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, really, 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 it does. So I don't think um, we even really mentioned what uh, what today's topic is. Uh, we should probably do that. Yeah. Uh, everybody is dying in suspense. All of our <laughs> longtime listeners <Yeah. laughs> listening to our first episode ever. All right, let's talk about. Uh, the term that uh, I'm surely going to mispronounce here uh, in uh, euhemerism. You got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I actually wasn't sure myself, so I went online and I was like, dictionary time. And um... <laughs> That's what I do. That's, that's what I do whenever I'm, I'm looking yeah. up a word. What a coincidence. I, I turn it on and I just yell to myself, dictionary time. <laughs> Uh, and like I don't actually know how to read like 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 in a physical dictionary and yeah. you open it it's like got the little oh, yeah, like, pronunciation the, key. Yeah, the, I don't the, know how actually uh, like what is that? The, it's IPA, International yes. Phonetic Alphabet. I, I learned a little bit of it when yeah. I was learning French, but I don't know a lot of it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know it uh, very well either, but like the online dictionary that I use, yeah. they have a very convenient little Oh yeah. Um, what is it like a little speakerphone yeah. and then they pronounce yeah. the word for it and then they have uh, a, a Siri voice. Siri equivalent uh, yeah, telling you like how to pronounce it yeah humorism yeah I'm like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> very <go>. natural <laughs> like if, if, <laughs> so you say it like that from now on they're like hey everybody have you heard of your humorism okay well so euhemerism is a school of thought that presumes mythology and cultural stories okay. originate from real historical events or people. All right. And the word actually comes from a Greek mythographer named Euhemerus. Euhemerus. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a lot. Yeah. There's lots of. Um, <laughs> he wasn't the first person to suggest this kind of interpretation for okay. myths. Okay. Um, there were other people who had posited his idea before him, like yeah. Herodotus. Yeah. Um, but this father, is... father of history, Herodotus, mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah. Um, but this is just the thing that he's known for, so they just named it after him. Okay. We gotta give him something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we, throw we, him a bone Herodotus here. gets father of history, <laughs> and they're like, that's enough for you. Let's give something else. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's, let's throw this guy a bone. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's dive into our topic. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's do it. All right. That was a great. Thank you very much for that uh, enlightening bit on. Uh, I already forgot how to pronounce the word. Euhemerism. The Greek thing. Euhemerism. <laughs> Euhemerism. Mm-hmm. All, right. Okay. Uh, all right. So, the 10 plagues of Egypt. Yes, all right. Let my people go. Should we start with a little overview of what those ten plagues are? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so. All right. Um, so for any of you who don't know what the ten plagues of Egypt are, 
or have maybe heard of it but don't aren't quite familiar with it. Um, it's a story in the book of Exodus in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and it yeah. accounts for ten disasters that God inflicted on the Egyptians to yeah. force the Pharaoh to free the Israelites from yeah. slavery. The, the Old Testament, a.k.a. what the Hebrew Bible, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. what the Torah. Is that yep. right? Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just to uh, give, you know, throwback, give some credit, copyright to the Judaism. Yeah, shout, to Judaism. shout out to Judaism. Okay, so... Um, We'll just do a slight overview and then we'll yeah. get like really, really into it. All right, so we'll do. Let's do. Uh, we got David Letterman style top ten here. <laughs> <laughs> top no. ten disasters <laughs> top, in Egyptian top. history. <laughs> Number ten. <laughs> um, so the first one was blood. Yes. Yeah. Um, which the... is when God was like, "Hey, let my people go, or I'll turn your <laughs> Nile into blood," which yeah. he did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so, but like, apparently, well, actually, in, he in said the, that through Moses. I like so this. Moses was like, hey, watch this. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> also, what's, uh, <laughs> what's, you know, uh, in the stories, in the, 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 the Bible or whatever, mm-hmm. um, God says, you know, I made all things. And then he's like, hey, but I don't like this group. <laughs> yeah. like, they, these, they don't worship. These they are, don't know what yeah, I'm all about. Israelites yet. are my bros. Yeah. But uh, Egyptians, you know, not not a fan of you. Yeah. Even though the apparently Egyptians I made like, you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> these look like a good strong bunch. We'll get them to build our pyramids. And then God was like, Yeah. I ain't about that. Yeah, yeah. Although, um, interesting, interesting point. I I've heard uh, some alternate views to the idea of like the the uh, Israelites being slaves. I've building actually heard the, that too. Being them, I've heard I've heard uh, that they were paid. Yeah, paid and uh, like likely taken care of uh, mm. fairly well. Um, which like for a big project like that, it seems like. I feel like throughout be... history, slavery has meant different things. Like. I think so. Um. I feel like the reason why we have such a bad view on slavery now is because of the most recent um, iteration of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, well, let's not let's not wait, wait, endorse look, slavery. Not slavery. <laughs> let's not, let's not <laughs> but, endorse slavery. Here. No. <laughs> but like, yeah, there have been some views that they they weren't slaves in the sense that we mm-hmm. understand it now that yeah. they were paid and yeah, I guess in that sense they wouldn't be. Yeah, I, I suppose just not. Be it's, workers, yeah, it's, I guess. It's, it's I don't know. Yeah. But in any case, Let's, God was yeah. like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them working for you guys anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they need to worship me. They they need better benefits. Yeah. I'm going on okay. strike. And so af- after all that shenanigans with the river, okay. Um, the next plague was frogs. Yes. Number two. Frogs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so. know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, our frogs here uh, in in uh, Winnipeg and Canada are not big things. So like, it's I'm you know they're just like I, little. I, I wanted to talk about this when we really got into it, but I just want to say for the record, I love frogs. Yes, I love them. I love them. I, I like them too. I don't I don't know that I have a particular affinity for frogs, but they're they're nice. They're nice. I like I've them. never never I, met a frog just... that really like you know yeah. gave me a lot of shit. So. <laughs> Uh, it's been alright but um, um, you know so I'm picturing when they say plagues of frogs I'm picturing like these things like uh, you know three centimeters long uh, yeah, <laughs> like, that's not really a plague but uh, yeah they, they don't well but I think I feel in, like in the everything... Bible, they don't really give a, like they don't really specify what the frogs were like or anything yeah but, I, I imagine um, that Egyptian frogs are probably larger uh, things, yeah. like living in the Nile. Mm-hmm. You got some There's a lot... alligators to contend with. Yeah. And during that Crocodiles. time period, there was a lot more oxygen in the atmosphere, so things yeah. would grow a lot bigger. Yeah. I don't... Uh, I don't mm, maybe I'm thinking of megafauna in, like, prehistoric. Yeah, you, but... maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I think yeah, it's, like, it's easy to but, kind of confuse these things, but, yeah. like, geologic, like, a, a long time geologically mm-hmm. is a is a different sort of thing than a long time uh, you know the sense of civilization yeah and I'm yeah. not sure what kind of species of frogs live in Egypt okay yeah um, sure. so look it up everybody. what happened if you don't know what kind of species of frogs live there look it up <laughs> I'm not doing it for you <laughs> do, do your 
your homework, listeners. Um, so then God was like, the Nile will team with frogs. They will come up into your palace and your bedroom and onto your bed. Okay. Into your houses of your officials and on your people and into your stove and eating troughs. I mean, like, that's annoying. They <laughs> like, can just make, like, the like, French and they're just not, cook them. Yeah, they're... <laughs> Exactly. You know what? They probably did. Like it, it's a. It was a. I imagine it was probably a, a lean times a lot mm-hmm. of the time. You got a frog. They're <laughs> edible. Just eat a eat a frog. It was probably. They were probably like, delighted. Yeah. <laughs> they were. They were probably delighted yeah. about it. And like they're not like. One. Uh, it's a frog. They're yeah. harmless. Yeah. All right. Unless well. Well, actually, people eat poison dart frogs. You can. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if the po- frogs were poisonous. It doesn't right. say anywhere. Yeah. That they well, were. God had it. He went from blood, and he just took it down a step. Uh, <laughs> he step like, it you up. Can't drink the water, but have some frogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the frogs will go up on you and your people and all your officials. So I guess the frogs were like, oh, just yeah. take a little nap on the yeah. sky. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The guards are standing there, the frogs are coming up, and they're just like, hey. All right. So, number three. Uh, And number three is lice or gnats. Lice or gnats, yeah. Yeah. So, gnats uh, gnats are like what? Like they're like a little mosquito type thing? um, They're actually like pretty harmless. They're like really tiny, and they're like in like um, these patches in the air. Yeah. Um, When you see them, they're like. Okay. Swarming around. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And lice. Obviously, I know what lice is, but Mm -hmm. uh, is it? It's obviously annoying. Is it dangerous? Do you know? Uh, I don't. uh, I don't think so. Um, Because I I can. I'm starting to feel like. I feel like number four is more of a threat than number three. Yeah. I feel like uh, God was just trying to like, uh, or Yahweh. I want to call him Yahweh. I want to call him that too, because yeah. like I mean, eh, that's yeah. his name. Yeah, that's <laughs> his name. That's his name. I'm not like uh, me and him aren't on great terms, so I don't. Oh. I feel like you know, <laughs> it's it's a little too familiar. God. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Yahweh, uh, it's, it's just something. Seems like he's trying to annoy people at this point. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's just like this is gonna be irritating. Yeah. He's like he turned the dial from blood to frogs. Yeah. Gnats. Which honestly <laughs> is kind of a refreshing uh, change from his usual uh, destroying the entire earth every time yes, he's pissed. Like <laughs> raining hellfire down on Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Alright, so number four. Number four. Now, this one is kind of interesting because yeah. in the Bible, they don't actually specify what it is. It's only described as swarms of wild creatures or flies. Okay. Um, in the original Hebrew, it would they use the word arobe which is A-R-O-B, which okay. means mixture or swarm. But okay. they don't actually specify what exactly the swarm is. That's uh, yeah. um, that's number four? Yeah. I feel like... Dif- different sources that? interpret this plague as being a plague of beasts or okay. flies, which attacked the Egyptians but left oh, the Israelites beasts? You said? Okay, yeah, because yeah, I have wild animals here. Mm-hmm. In mine. Yeah, um, that, that was another interpretation oh, of just like yeah. wild animals coming in okay. and mauling people. That's like a... <laughs> That's a really uh, strange, uh, like it's it's strange that you can't make that we can't make that distinction yeah. between uh, wild animals and and flies. That's a very uh, yeah. thanks. I uh, yeah, it's strange. Maybe it could be wild animals and like, you know how flies like kind of swarm around like horses yeah. and stuff. And... Yeah, could, maybe it's both. Yeah, what was the text in the Bible? Do you know? It was... Um, from what I looked at, it really just didn't have any. Yeah, yeah. I didn't find any passages yeah. on it, like specifying. Yeah, you needed to. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not not descriptive enough. Yeah. Uh, Bible writers. <laughs> just. Get... I I don't know. Maybe they could have just combined three and four into one thing and be maybe. like. Yeah. Swarms of gnats and lice. Yeah. I yeah. I feel like that's more. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if it was well, lice and gnats and flies and then wild animals as the next one. Mm-hmm. It's like I it's guess, categorically different. I guess. Uh, um. <laughs> I guess depending on the kind of creatures and yeah. the type of flies, they could be 
kind of yeah. similar because horse flies when they bite you oh yeah. my god yeah i work i work uh, during the summer in uh, in northern manitoba mm-hmm. just in the middle of the forest okay. and uh, the flies up there have you ever been bitten oh yes oh my god yeah like they i take out chunks of your skin yes i okay so i one time we had these like uh called fat bikes you know mm-hmm. like they got the gigantic tire on Ooh, them yeah. uh because uh up there it's all sand uh like it mm-hmm. used to be the bottom of lake agassiz or whatever it is oh, yeah, i yeah. believe uh, so it's just like you know these big uh there was glaciers at some point too or something i don't know the mm-hmm. whatever um so it's all sand and you so you need these tires and i was going along uh our like runway we have a little runway for uh, planes little small planes to land mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we just started like getting chased by these uh, these flies. These uh, what do we call? We call them bullflies there, but I think it's oh, the yeah. same thing. Horseflies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, was, I tried my hardest to just like out outrun them on the bike, but you just can't. Like oh we, I looked it up later. They can fly something like a. Um, 120 kilometers an hour. Wow. That yeah. must have been like a day in the life of an Egyptian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> during, during the plague. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And they like, it, uh, it bit my knee. Uh, or I looked down, it was on my knee, and I like tried to smack it off, but it was holding on too tight. Holy and then shit. I smacked it off again, and it left. And then I just saw this trickle of blood going down my <laughs> down my leg. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's. I would start crying yeah. to be honest. And the thing is, not like it like other flies. They just you know they're annoying. They buzz around, mm-hmm. and then they leave, and then they come back, and then you, whatever. Yeah. These flies hunt you, and they hunt your ears. Oh my god! Yeah, they they like they're always going after the ears. You you go, and they'll just zoom right by, and you hear the buzz, and it's. It's very menacing. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> then they go back and then they'll like circle around and then they'll swoop from behind towards your earlobes mm-hmm. again. Oh my god. Uh, it's uh, yeah. I definitely ran from cabin to cabin that every is now and then. <laughs> truly evil. <laughs> yeah. God really outdid himself yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah. So if that's the kind of fly I'm starting to get a like I'm starting to yeah. see his his uh, escalation. He's mm-hmm. really like he's moving up the ladder. He's he wants to talk to a manager now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pharaoh! <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, <laughs> I just want to talk to a real person. <laughs> come, out, come out of the pyramids. I just want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. okay, so number five, pestilence of livestock. Yes. Okay, I feel like these are all kind of related, right? Like. Yes, that's yeah. actually when we get into it. Yeah. It's a chain reaction. Yes, yes. Um. So, the Bible quotes like the hand of the lord will bring a terrible plague on your livestock in the field on your horses and donkeys and camels and on your cattle and sheep and goats one thing about the bible is that they love lists yeah (laughs) oh my goodness um i'm not a religious person but i have um kind of a little bit of a stuttering problem okay so um lately i've just been like reading passages from the bible to help like out loud to help with um Mm -hmm. My pronunciation and okay. enunciation and things like that. Right. And well, I've never noticed that, by the way. So oh, it must thank be you. working. <laughs> it must be working. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I can one point for the Bible, and I yeah. keep that reluctantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you know, you hear these stories. We live in like a Western culture, and like people are like, oh, quote the Bible, and it's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, and yeah. it's like, yeah. well, okay, well, I guess I'll read it. Yeah. And so I started reading it. Yeah. Oh my God. They have like whole passages just yeah, dedicated well, to people's sons and yeah, that's, their sons. Well, and... like with that's Genesis, right? It just yeah, starts off that, with lists of genealogy. Right now, but, like, it's, yeah, it's well, crazy. You, it's where you are, but you could you could have started like a year ago, I feel like, and it's still be on it. It's, yeah. It's oh my gosh. I have been, you know, I have a, I do have like a sneaking desire to to go through and read the whole thing because mm-hmm. just as a book of importance, like there's yeah. not a not a a book of that's that's influenced mm-hmm. our culture at least more yeah. uh, than than that and. Especially like, well, like the, uh, like, like even if you're not religious, I feel like it's good to read to be able to make your own judgments about the text. Exactly, exactly, yeah. and like, yeah, the, the the Old Testament in particular is uh, has influenced so much of the world, like the entire, like all of the Middle East, because it's mm-hmm. it's the that's where the Quran comes from. They're all Abrahamic religions, Christianity, mm-hmm, absolutely, uh, like Islam and and Judaism, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's a huge, uh, it's a huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah. Pestilence of livestock. Yeah. What, uh, so, what do we, what do we mean by that exactly? We got pestilence of livestock, uh, that's like, just, um, just, like, now the, like now the livestock have lice. <laughs> <laughs> they have lice. I, I'd imagine, like, um, I don't know if lice carry diseases, but I think maybe... 
they caught something from the wild creatures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why that. <laughs> See, this is the chain reaction yeah. that's happening. Yes. Okay. Um, boils. I get. Yeah. Number six. Number six for boils. Yeah. It moves from the cattle to the humans. Yeah. It's, it's, um, we, it sounds like whatever list we found, it's uh, in the exact same order. Is this always the order? Is this like a. Uh, um, uh, this is like just kind of a general order. Yeah. Some sources have them as only seven or eight plagues, and yeah. some sometimes it's in a different order. But yeah. um, this is, I think, this is generally no. how it goes. Okay. Yeah. All right, boils. So this is a, this is more of a human a human thing now. Mm. Uh, um, so the Bible passage I have for this was yes. um, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, his brother. Yes. Uh, take handfuls of soot from a furnace and have Moses toss it into the air in the presence of Pharaoh. It will become fine dust over the whole land of Egypt, and festering boils will break out on men and animals throughout the land. Mm. So when I was reading this, I <laughs> I had this image of them going into his throne room yeah. and Moses <laughs> having like, hey, Pharaoh, pocket sand. <laughs> Right in it. <laughs> oh, my eyes. <laughs> and he breaks out in boils. <laughs> He's like, not cool, Moses. I pay I pay you guys. <laughs> this, is, this is no way to, to treat your boss. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how the boils start with a handful in- of soot. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, we'll, we'll see why. We'll see why that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> um, Stay tuned. Cliffhanger. Yeah, so I feel like the first six <laughs> kind of happen in a chain, like a logical chain reaction from mm-hmm. this thing that happened in the river. Yes. This, this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And these next three kind of happen because of something else entirely, which we'll get into later. Yeah. No spoilers. Okay. Um, <laughs> but this is when God like really ramps it up, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, like, this I'm, is the extent of my powers. Yeah. I can kill all of you." But yeah. He's like, "I'm getting. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only going this far, so you know." I'm getting impatient. I'm. A, <laughs> I'm an immortal being who has been around since the beginning of time, but it's been eight days or something, and I'm <laughs> impatient. <laughs> Took him a week to get him to free his people. A week, okay, all right. I, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I have this really long passage here of the thunderstorm of hail and fire. All right. But I don't think I really need to go into detail because it's kind of self-explanatory. Is that okay. it's just a big storm. Okay. Blowing people around, blowing them off their feet, their roofs off their houses. Yeah. Hitting them with hail and. Yeah, the roofs off their anything. houses, which was like a bale of straw. I don't think it was a bale. Like it's not a bale. <laughs> I'm, I'm just picturing like just, just a pile of straw sitting on, on top my, of a box. <laughs> just four walls and a bale of straw on top. Uh, they, they probably had like thatched roofs yeah. or something made out of reeds. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I, I'm not an expert on Egyptian architecture. Clearly. I, I enjoy that. Image. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's the extent of the storm, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, next but one. it's a we got a, a storm of, I've got a storm of hail and fire specifically. Is what yes, uh, I, can't I do too. So, yes. Hail, hail and fire. Um, so it no. says hail and fire, but like so it says, really only talks about lightning. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe fire is kind of a, is their their way of saying lightning. <laughs> like so it's it's kind of a, lightning can cause fires. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can it can can it hail and lightning at the same time? Is that a thing? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I've never but seen like tor- like conditions yeah. for like a tornado. It yeah. can hail. Yes. And also yeah, according to the movie Twister. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Well, I did when I was like ten. Yeah, but good. Oh the, greatest, the greatest the uh, greatest product placement for Pepsi ever. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm like yelling. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, okay, we'll move on. Um, so number eight is locusts. Locusts. Have you ever seen a locust? I've no, because uh, it's not just a grasshopper, right? Like yeah. It's a, I mean, I've, I imagine yeah. I'm imagining just a, a grasshopper. That's but, what I'm picturing. But a bit like, like larger and maybe more like aggressive. yeah, like it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> locusts are like the older brother of yeah. 
Yeah, they're just like yeah, they're the they're they're the angry older brother. (laughs) Yeah, he's upset that his like his parents, your parents made all the mistakes on him, and now he's they're becoming more lenient on you, the grasshopper. And uh, it's just it hasn't been, you know what? It's it's been been the same since you were born. Yes, it's been tough for the locust. All right. Yeah. Just lay off the locust, Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so when God says that. They will cover the face of the ground so that it cannot be seen. They will devour what little you have left after the hail, including every tree that is growing in your fields. Yeah. They will fill your houses and those of your officials and all the Egyptians. Yeah. He's really obsessed with filling their houses with things. (laughs) They got frogs and now they got locusts. Yeah. Also, like, some people eat, some, do people eat, uh, people eat grasshoppers. There's like, yeah, there's definitely a thing. Um, I heard of somebody. I've seen them in, like, um, novelty candy stores where they're, like, encased in in chocolate. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, somebody tried to do something with grasshoppers here at, um, I don't know, some restaurant here. I don't want to say the name of it, of the restaurant that I think it is because I might be wrong and I don't want to. And then they feel like, hey, we don't actually do that. We don't feed people grasshoppers. Exactly, exactly. So I'll be a bit more careful uh, with that. But yeah, no, I don't know. It's a a thing people do. But like people also eat eat, like tarantulas in certain places in the world. And I don't want, I don't want to do that. You don't, you don't want to eat a grasshopper. No, no, I'm uh, I'm oh, okay. I, I think I tried it once, but I don't know. Depends on how it tastes. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if they do like, uh, they've got like the the whole shell and everything, like the exoskeleton. Do you do that, or is it more like a lobster like, like, sitch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you like crack it open, in butter. Suck it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. Um, um, but yeah, who who am I to judge? I'm, but I am judging. I'm judging <laughs> that I don't want to do it. So. Uh, this past summer in Winnipeg, man, there were a lot of grasshoppers. Were there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I um, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't in town for the summer, so mm, I don't yeah. Know, but, uh, um, but yeah, my cats love eating them. Oh yeah. Yeah, they bring them into the house. Yeah. They like, and you know the way that cats are, they're just they hunt yeah. for fun. They bring them yeah. into the house. They're still alive, and they yeah. like bat them around and play with them and it's like how many cats do you have enough of that uh three three yeah we used to have two but like um actually last october yeah we got our we got a kitten um because two wasn't enough (laughs) two wasn't (laughs) enough um my my cousins actually live out in lockport and they have a bunch of feral cats out there okay and when it was getting cold one of my cousins noticed like like she heard like meowing outside so she was like oh so she went out she found this little kitten by itself. Yeah. And she yeah, was they... like, we can't keep animals because my mom runs a daycare, so yeah. do you want another cat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were like, all right. My my, my dog now, that uh, or my, my brother's dog, but we, we live together, he's a, he's a rescue just like not from anything. My brother found him just on the side of the highway in Saskatchewan somewhere. Um, yeah, so we... We had uh, that actually. His name is Percy, which relates oh, actually to uh, the a Greek myth. To bring it, tie it all yeah, in yeah, here. Bring it back yeah, in. Uh, the, the myth of Perseus, um, who uh, I don't know his. I can't remember his whole story. But at some point, somebody was angry at him. Probably some god. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he, he, they put him up in a wooden crate and threw him into the sea. Uh, and then uh, he floated there for a while, and then they uh, like a Plum fisherman. Madagascar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it's inspired. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You never know what. Uh, Madagascar. Just because it's a kids' inspired. movie doesn't mean it's written by somebody. Like some, the person who wrote it might have loved the story. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah, fisherman rescued him, and basically that, that's as that's as uh, in depth as uh, the reasoning goes. He's arrested. Mm-hmm. We rescued him, and so. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Didn't Perseus also kill Medusa? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he that, did. That, I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I've never brought him this dog around snakes, so I'm not sure if he would, uh, if he'd be a killer. Uh, snakes? Or not. Yeah, snakes. Medusa's hair. Oh, oh okay. I was like, wait, we're talking about locusts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe that um, was one of the creatures. Yeah. Snakes. I've always wondered too uh, with locusts if. Uh, like we call them like a group of a swarm of them now a plague a plague of locusts is like the oh. the group the group name so okay I wonder if that's uh, I wonder if that's just maybe you that's know, a thing biblical biblical yeah. thing or or if maybe maybe it's kind of uh, it's a, a t- plague is attached itself 
mm-hmm. uh, to the rest of these because of of that or vice versa. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what do we what do we got next? Number, Number nine, nine. We yeah. got darkness for three days. All right. So. Which I think is a little spooky. It is spooky, but yeah. also it's not very dangerous. No. <laughs> it just um, like. So the the Bible says, so Moses stretched out his hand toward the sky and total darkness covered all of Egypt for three days. No one could see anyone else or leave his place for three days. So I'd imagine like in this particular story, Mm -hmm. it's like completely pitch black. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining too. Um, You'd stick out your hand, you wouldn't be able to see it. I'm also imagining the Pharaoh is like exhausted from all these little annoyances, frogs in his room. (laughs) And he's like, oh. And then they're like, darkness for three days. And he's like, oh, my. Well, now, I'm going to sleep for three days now. I needed that. The, the, the demands of being a pharaoh are just too much. Yeah. Three days of sleep. Count me in. Thanks, Yahweh. <laughs> frogs in bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll just chill here with now the frogs. He, now, he, now he didn't he didn't let Moses and people go because he thought Yahweh had changed his mind and was giving him a gift. Like, here's yeah. three days of sleep. Yeah, there we uh, go. You tired, tired human. <laughs> <laughs> go to sleep, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then All right. let's round it out uh, with number 10. Uh, the death of the firstborn. I wanted to get one in there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Death of the firstborn. Mm-hmm. This one's intense. Yeah. Um, Have you ever seen The Prince of Egypt? Is this a Disney movie? I think so. Yeah. I don't, uh, it's oh, but an it's animated. A, it's an, okay. Uh, I feel like yes, I have, but it's not. It's not like super prevalent in mind. What? Why? What's up? <laughs> oh my gosh, that one scene where it's like, um, like Yahweh like comes down out of the sky and yeah. like. Like the white spirits, like go around door to door and like kill people, Ugh. really scared me as a kid. I was yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, I need to put lamb's blood above my door. <laughs> yeah. Was it just? Did you have to mark an X, or was it just lamb's blood above the door? It, it, it just was just like, the above the door. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, just all this yeah. pestilent lambs. Yeah. Every firstborn in Egypt will die, from yeah. the firstborn son of Pharaoh who sits on the throne to the firstborn of the slave girl who is at her handmill. Yeah. And, and all the firstborn of the cattle as well. Yeah. Um. This. But you, the cattle have already died, so I don't know why God needed to say that. I don't. I don't know. And this is like, <laughs> you just. He's, he's a, like. He's very. Uh, he's these cattle razzle. are really getting the short end of the stick. <laughs> yeah. He's. You know what? This is. This is kind of, you know, take it easy, Yahweh. I'm a little bit annoyed with you. <laughs> uh, like the, the Pharaoh, uh, all the people that are suffering from this, uh, from all of these things, but like this one especially, Death of the Firstborn, you're, they're not, they don't have decision-making power in this situation. They're, they're not like, you know, if this person was like, hey, yeah, okay, go Israelites. I, you know, it's just like <laughs> some guard, palace guard even. And he's like, okay, let go, go free. He doesn't get to decide that. That's the Pharaoh. So you, this is like mass punishment mm-hmm. for, uh, for the actions of one person. Well, I guess... And like I guess like uh, I guess the some of the there's some complicity mm-hmm. as well, but like mo- the most people just living in that society are just you know selling uh, dates or uh, <laughs> or frog legs or now. frog legs yeah the, the new boom market in the frog leg yeah industry. yeah just yeah exactly boom <laughs> something like that They're anyways just trying to get by yeah those just, Egyptians yeah just rude just rude Yahweh all right. <laughs> Like I guess if like Yahweh's like putting the pressure on like his people too, maybe they'll like it'll go through them and they'll be like, Hey Pharaoh yeah, Do I, what he says. I suppose so, but like pressure and killing their firstborn ch- children. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's a bit much. Yeah, it's a bit much. Alright. So we're getting intense now. Yeah. So we're getting intense. Okay. So that's right. like basically just an overview and yes. our comments. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> um Alright, let's let's bring it back in now. I'm going to talk about some of the theories now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I'll just start with a little bit of co- like historical context. Okay. Um, so, Please. the city of Pi Ramses was the capital of Egypt during this time. Um, during the time that Ramses II was pharaoh yep. in uh, 1279 BC and yep. 1213 BC. Yeah. 
And climatologists were able to, were able to build a record from weather patterns or of weather patterns by studying stalagmites in caves and the radioactive elements in the rock. Okay. I'm not quite sure how they do that, but I think it's really interesting. Yeah, no, I'm not sure either. I'm in, imagining like just a little, you know, a little handheld thing like from Star Trek, <laughs> just <laughs> scanning it. But I'm sure. That's I, I imagine like, like <clears throat> not rings because it's not a tree, but like little, like like a series of bars on the oh, wall. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like just like geographic ge- geological layers. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they. They recorded that Ramsey's reign coincided with a warm, wet climate, which okay. is why um, during his reign, um, Egypt was very prosperous yep. and business yep. was booming. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, like uh, I think as well, uh, Egypt was like a fairly, uh, fairly stable place. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, as as far as uh, like economy and, and agriculture goes because uh, unlike some other places in the world it uh, it flooded regularly mm-hmm. at the same time every year uh, and they could uh, and they could um, you know plan for it mm-hmm. um, anyways I, I won't I won't take up too much space with that but just kind of an interesting just to help everybody visualize uh, Egypt because it's a very interesting place mm-hmm. um, it's it, it would if have you been look, great to be a farmer yeah, at that yeah. time if you look at a map now of Egypt, it looks like this gigantic country, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but and it's a country of like a hundred million people now. It wasn't back then, that, uh, so you get that out of your minds. But whatever. <laughs> uh, but but uh, still, it was the same uh, dis- dispersion. It's there's the Nile that runs basically exactly uh, north south, mm-hmm. and um, about ninety percent of the population lives within what was it? I can't remember. Again, don't quote my numbers. Like a hundred kilometers or so of the Nile. Yeah. Um, kind of like how everybody lives near the border in Canada, exactly. the border of the U.S. Yeah, exactly. And then on either side, you have uh, two different deserts. Uh, mm-hmm. So it looks like this gigantic place, but most of it is uninhabitable, uh, uninhabitable, uninhabitable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so anyways, uh, just to kind of set, set the scene and uh, interrupt your flow a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, okay, so it coincided with a warm, wet climate, but yeah. towards the end of his reign, um, the climate actually changed to a drier climate. Okay. Um, and it's posited that this could have been the trigger for the plagues. Okay. Um, it actually, the climate change would have caused the first plague, which yeah. in turn caused the next one, and, you know, it's like a domino effect. Yeah. So... What the blood could have been was okay. something called red tide. Yes, I've heard of. I, I got this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so red tide is uh, stems from a red algae of mm-hmm. of sorts, right? Yeah. Um, let's see where. Burgundy the... blood algae. Burgundy blood algae. Is that yeah. what it's called? That that's one of the one species of, the of algae that's red. Yeah. Okay, that's that's interesting. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get that. I just got red algae. I I, I like yours a lot more, and that's a lot more <laughs> descriptive. Yeah. All right, so it's got blood in it. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you have an algal bloom that mm-hmm. uh, that emerges from from this uh, red uh, red algae. Oh, before even before okay. that happens. All right. Um, the rising temperatures because it's yep. getting drier um, might have caused the Nile to dry up a bit and uh, yes. slow down because it's, yes. it's known for being a very fast river. Yes. So it slows down, and because it's dry, yes, I got it's muddy. Yes. Like blood. Okay. It's um, interesting. Also, uh, a fast river wouldn't be overly conducive to the growth of, mm-hmm. of uh, algae, yeah. right? It needs uh, to be a little bit more. So as it dries still. up and slows down, it yeah. creates um, this ideal environment for the algae to bloom. Mm-hmm. Do we have... Uh, how, how long was this dry period beforehand? I think I'd... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm, act- gone I, I'm for actually a while. not sure. I I didn't really read anything on what happened after the plagues. Yeah. Um, mineral deposits suggest a dry period near the time. Yep. No. Okay. No, I don't have a time. I thought that I had a had like a specific amount of time, mm-hmm. uh, but that's all right. Um, so it slowed down. Yeah. It's a sludgy from the from the mud. 
It, it made me think of the Red River. Like, it's called yeah. Red, the yeah. Red River, because of the mud. Yeah. So, you know what? Can you I... imagine if the Red River turned red? Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Yeah. Like, bloody red. Yes. I, I, don't, right. I don't know if anybody would notice and be like... <laughs> they just it, nobody knows. You're just on your way to work, and then you kind of look over, and you're like, yeah. is the... Is that different? <laughs> Did it always look like that? <laughs> so, with this, uh, with the Nile slowed down and low, uh, there now the now there's the algal bloom, mm-hmm. right? Which multiplies quickly. Yeah. So. Uh, um, yeah. What do you have like? Uh, maybe one uh, day it's like the regular, I don't know, brown color. Yeah. Next day, red. Very next day, you think? Yep. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's like uh, that plays a big part into it because like a slow. I think it, it would be it would be notable still if it was a slow change if it happened over a couple of months. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm sure the farmers were like, "Hey, what the hell?" Yeah, but if it happens like that, like right one day, mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, that's unsettling, you know. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know what that is, then you're gonna you're gonna make up stories, especially. That's, yeah, being yeah. an uneducated farmer, suddenly yeah. your water's red, and you're just like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, that's the thing. It's I, the wrath of God. Exactly. Uneducated or uneducated, uh, humans still just have like this burning desire to to have an explanation, well, a logical explanation for something, even if mm-hmm. it's not uh, logical it, it's by logical our standards. Exactly. Yeah. It, it fits into their personal logic. Yeah. Um, all right. So... What what is the result? What's uh, the consequence of this algal bloom, Robin? Um, the algae actually leads to the following plagues. Okay. So, um, oh, just one more thing. Like they said that the river stank, like okay. it smelled like oh, blood. Oh yes, yeah. Um, and actually the algae releases fumes yeah. into the air that are toxic. Yeah. Oh yes, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. So I don't. Uh, I haven't been around red algae, but uh, yeah, I've never seen like, it myself. But like I've been around big green uh, blooms. Yeah. And they have a particular uh, scent to them. Yeah. Uh, and also it's... like the dead fish get caught up in, in yeah. it, and it yeah. just it smells like dead fish. Yeah. So here's yeah. So here's the thing about red algae, uh, or uh, sorry, what was it that you called it? Is uh, burgundy blood algae. Burgundy blood algae mm. that fits in with our theme a little better. <laughs> this is the thing about burgundy blood algae. <laughs> boom boom boom. <laughs> Uh, is that <laughs> it? Uh, it depletes the water of oxygen. Mm-hmm. It's, it, uh, it it eats it up or whatever. I guess and whatever you want to, however you want to describe it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it releases uh, toxins uh, into the air. Um, so, what's uh, how does that? Now we we've kind of prefaced this saying that it uh, leads to uh, to other other plagues. So the next one is mm-hmm. frogs. Frogs. Yeah. Yeah. So since the water has slowed down, yeah, um, creates a a good environment for uh, frogs to breed and yeah. the tadpoles to swim around and flourish. Yeah. But as soon as the water starts to lose oxygen, mm-hmm. um, the stress hormones in tadpoles can cause them to mature faster. Okay. Um, so you this have all great these... info. Great info. That's great <laughs> you, info. I didn't you, quite you get have... this. Yeah. <laughs> I know things about frogs. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> you... <laughs> this is you did. Robin didn't research this. This is just she just this, knows this. This is what I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so you have all these tadpoles turning into frogs and frogs that are already there, mm-hmm. and there's no oxygen in the water, so they have to migrate migrate out of the Nile. Yeah. Um, and suddenly you have all these frogs with yeah. nowhere to go because all the water is being dried up and yes. full of algal blooms. Yeah. Um, so they just they end up dying. Yeah. Um, yeah it's and, just not a not a hospitable habitat for them on the on the land without yeah. a proper uh, a proper water source. Yeah. So since frogs are like natural predators of insects and stuff, you're yeah. gonna have a boom in the insect population. Mm-hmm. And with like all the dead frogs everywhere, yeah. you're gonna have creatures coming in and eating the bodies yes. to scavenge. Yeah. Um, and these are wild animals too, so they're gonna be carrying things that um, maybe you wouldn't have normally seen in this area yeah yeah uh, carrying things you mean uh, like uh, like insects on them or you mean like diseases um both actually both. okay so yes i have the lice come in on the animals and yeah so i have uh, there's a theory that the lice uh, could have actually been an insult insect called coolicoids uh which uh, just a similar similar type thing just not quite lice yeah 
And uh, these could uh, carry uh, either African horse sickness or blue tongue, both of which yeah, are very, yeah, very uh, colorful names for, yeah. for illnesses. So that that's what um, would be affecting the livestock in the fifth plague. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So that this affects the livestock. Uh, and then, so that in turn uh, goes into the sixth plague, into the boils. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I have a, a few different um, ideas for this. So, uh, so the boils. Uh, no, I don't have. I just have one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the boils could have been caused, says, by uh, an airborne bacteria or disease spread by the flies, oh. or perhaps. Uh, by tainted meat um, that uh, oh, so I'm not I'm not really 100% sure on the like physiological physiological effects of or like uh, causes of boils <laughs> so I you know like tainted meat seems I always think of boils as a little bit more um, harmless uh, like no just a surface right so yeah, like to get it like from from tainted meat seems yeah. like it seems a little strange the disease is spread by flies seems to make more sense but mm-hmm. um you know, it's all connected. Yeah. So what what I, I have is uh, b- the body lice and fleas can transmit bubonic plague. Oh. So that. Yeah. Um, I don't actually know what happens when you contract the bubonic plague. Okay. Well, you get uh, big. Uh, they're called buboes. <laughs> yeah. <fun>. Yeah. <laughs> but those are like big, uh, big boils, gigantic, like really big, oh, blue, bluish boils. Boils and yeah. bubonic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. So I actually kind of want to. Um, uh, kind of loop around. You said when we were talking about boils in the intro, mm-hmm. uh, you were talking about uh, what was it? The pocket sand. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the I can't remember what the passage was that you said exactly, but um, yeah, it was handfuls of soot from a furnace. Okay, handfuls. So that's really interesting because I have another. Uh, if you don't mind me tying in another theory about uh, about this kind of uh, the way that this no, go for started it. up. We have I have a a theory that uh, this was the result of a volcano eruption on on the island of Santorini in the south of Greece. Did you, did you tying it this? to the boils? <laughs> to the, so this is... Because I, I have that for the last three plagues. I have this for... Uh, the, okay, so for the first plague for it to start. Um, if you don't mind, it, like, yeah, we're, oh, go we're going to do this in I, a little less this. linear way. So, yeah. Um, so it could have, uh, like it erupted and then it, uh, so in, in Greece and then winds carried, uh, it says winds ca- might have carried volcanic ash. Uh, they can carry, contained a mineral called, uh, cinnabar. It's a, it's, oh, it's a, mer- yeah, it's a mercury sulfide, yeah. um, which uh, has the potential of turning water red. Oh. So, uh, it, uh, it also could have blacked out the, blacked out the sun. I think we were jumping ahead here yeah. for three days if you'll forgive me there's robin staring at me like we're not there yet <laughs> spoilers it's a volcanic eruption yeah um so yeah maybe i'll uh the thing is that eruption happened uh around uh 1620 to 1600 bce uh, so it's like a different sort of timeline uh, than than uh, than what we have here for Ramses, but also we have oral histories, uh, and uh, you know I kind of had this uh, this thought uh, about all of this, right? Like we where there's a lot of these ideas that are are connecting everything together all at once, and they're super super interesting. But I don't know necessarily that it's that it's I don't know that it's necessary for all these events to have occurred for the same time for them for them to mm-hmm. end up in the same story. Yeah. Right. Um, the for example, like these stories are are in the Hebrew in Hebrew scripture, which was written between 12 something B.C. to like 165 B.C. We think mm-hmm. uh, is when it kind of solidified. So that's like first. First of all, that's a it's a long time. There was if it's still being revised a thousand years after Ramses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not unlikely that uh, a lot of uh, different elements could have kind of uh, different stories might have got combined uh, into one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, just kind of a 
a thought on that. Uh, let's uh, let's loop back around. We can go a little bit more into the volcano a little bit later because I think you had some stuff for it. But let's maybe let's loop back to where were we? Boils. Yep. Oh yes. I think the the reason that it reminded me of that is because uh, of the volcanic ash uh, being tied into it, and you're you're saying uh, what was that, ash from that, a furnace causing yeah. the boils, which um, maybe it didn't directly like land on their skin and cause the boils, mm-hmm. but if uh, in whatever stories uh, are there, there's this this ash falling from the sky, yeah, and then in a short cause, order. Like, um... Respiratory problems yeah. for people as well. Yeah. And the 11th plague, we just discovered it. <laughs> Wheezing. Asthma. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the 11th plague. Yeah, that's real. That's real, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, so okay. next what we have, Thunderstorm of Hail and Fire, mm-hmm. which is um, caused by the fallout of the the volcano, yes. which um, was actually 400 miles away, just north of Crete. Yeah. And it had erupted around that time, spewing billions of tons of ash into the atmosphere. Okay. Do you think? Uh, do you think the uh, the hail uh, is just just rocks, like just like bits of, of ash, or do you think that is the um, is there like a uh, meteorological uh, sort the, of connection between hail itself and the, the ash, ash being in the atmosphere also causes weather anomalies. Okay. So it could have been just a really bad storm mixed with like the ash and like um i guess the ash could like you know how water in the atmosphere like comes together to create those big droplets the same thing could have happened with the ash to create little rocks yeah yeah um that's really fascinating but yeah if if anything it was just a really bad storm yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Just mixed up with all the ash and all that shit in the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So then, yeah. Um, and locusts, you wouldn't think would be tied into the volcanic eruption, but um, the conditions created by the ash being in the air, being, uh, being, oh, the, the weather anomalies would create higher precipitation higher chances of precipitation and mm-hmm. humidity which yeah. invites locusts yeah yeah so like humidity is uh, is kind of or like wet soil mm-hmm. is a is is a very favorable condition to the breeding of locusts um yeah. particularly uh like desert locusts like uh, or i think they have specifically egyptian locusts but they're, mm-hmm. they're desert locusts um so like that's that's something um that you know i don't know that much about locusts but um generally in the desert it seems mm-hmm. when there's a moment of humidity when there's a moment of rain uh everything seems to be geared towards taking advantage quickly yeah. of that of that happening so it does it wouldn't be surprising if there was this uh, this uh, weather anomaly which i like saying i feel like i'm in star trek there's <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, a weather anomaly and uh, you know there's rainfall this locusts uh, i'm gonna guess are probably geared towards taking advantage very quickly oh, breeding quickly into this uh, this wet soil yeah. and uh, and emerging really really quickly and uh, kind of making this uh you know feel feel like a plague but locusts always do that i guess when they yeah. when they're ready to go they come in in plagues as we call them like we said yeah. uh, and like they would eat have you ever seen a video of locusts no. uh, oh my goodness it's you gotta you gotta look it up <laughs> it's it's insane like yeah. it's yeah and, and just... they would like like I'd, I'd imagine like the crops aren't like they're not suitable for people to eat anymore, but um, yeah. they'd be like scattered about. Like mm-hmm. they would just go and scavenge yeah. what's left of. The yeah, I'm crops. sure they're they're less discerning than than we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that generally seems to be the case in nature. Like mm-hmm. you know, nobody's uh, the animals generally just eat food if it's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although that's what I do too. I'm like. You know. <laughs> Day, three day old pizza in a box yeah. in my room. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, gotta get my and... life together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, number nine, darkness yeah. for yes. three days. Yeah. Which... Actually, sorry, if you don't, well, let's. Uh, I just have one more thing about the. Oh the yeah, locusts. go for it. So, how just the importance of of locusts? To, like, there there are tombs uh, that were found in in Egypt with locusts uh, carved on them, uh, dating back to like. 
2000 2500 BCE mm-hmm. approximately. Maybe this is um, like just a recurring issue and it just yeah. happened to happen at the same time that you know this what? is all happening. This is why this is why I wrote this down and I really should take better notes. <laughs> <laughs> like you remind me yeah like that's why it was it's of notice like uh, mm-hmm. where um you know we're talking about it in this context but mm-hmm. are we sure are we sure that it's not something that that recurs it has been happening yeah. forever because like it makes I said, for a great story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So, are we are moving on to number 9? Mm-hmm. Darkness Again, for 3 days. Darkness for 3 days. So, we kind of uh covered uh, or at least uh, I did. I I had the spoiler. I had the spoiler. <laughs> yeah, uh, I we're talking about we can really volcanic. go into much more detail other than no. saying it was ash. Yeah. Yeah. No. Eclipses I, don't last that long, so. Yeah, it wasn't it be the ash. Yeah, it wasn't like uh um, uh, algae in the clouds uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no um, let's just move on then to uh, to this final our final uh, point here oh actually uh, I just want to say yes um, if there's any doubt <laughs> that oh the ash wouldn't have gone that way or whatever yes scientists yeah. have actually found pumice in Egyptian excavations found what sorry uh, uh, pumice it's a stone made from cooled volcanic lava okay um, despite like, there not being any actual volcanoes in Egypt. Yeah, I was like immediately pictured just a bowl of hummus. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. They found hummus in just, Egypt. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> and then they found evidence of, uh, of uh, volcanic ash as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, so then the death of the firstborn, the most, this is the one I was getting worked up about before, Ooh, the insidious, yeah. the insidious uh, death of the firstborn. Um, so there isn't like an actual solid explanation for this last plague, yeah. but it's been postured that the deaths of the firstborn could have been caused by a fungus growing in the okay. grain supply, All right. Um, which this... the firstborn males would have had first pick from. Yeah, okay. All right. That's a, actually, that's a really interesting, um, a really interesting thought. Especially, it kind of falls in line with uh, some of the the rest of the plagues for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's already been pestilence um, in going around. Also, there's been a hailstorm or some something of the of the like, and that like is devastating for crops. And, um, and high humidity can cause yeah. um, like yeah. mold and shit there, to grow. There you go. So we've got we've got uh, crops that have been devastated and are are dead and are are broken off or, or whatever right on the on the grounds after this storm. Um, we've got high humidity. Uh, that is like, and these are perfect conditions for for the growth of uh, of uh, fungus, fungi, fungi, fungi. <laughs> there we go. It's like yeah, like, yeah. I hold, you know, I heard a whole pod podcast, or at least like a podcast segment about uh, the pronunciation of fun fungi. <laughs> so that's the that was the consensus at the end. Fungi. There's also another theory that um, the algae, the um, the toxins from the algae bloom actually contaminated the okay. grain supply. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah, that's for sure uh, for sure a possibility. I also heard uh, kind of on a different line that perhaps uh, there were all these chain tra- chain reactions going on here, uh, kind of all these things happening. And the Egyptians being uh, a superstitious people, um, like you know, the rest of humanity. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, decided to sacrifice uh, their children uh, to their gods to appease them and the firstborn was obviously like if it was this if it was as grave as all these the, the, the rest suggest mm-hmm. they they thought perhaps the firstborn is more significant uh, sacrifice uh, to their gods and will uh, then appease them that actually makes sense because yeah. um, I'm actually just inferring this from the prince mm. of Egypt but yeah. like <laughs> um, so part, part of Moses' story it's an story, accurate historical document <laughs> yeah. um, I believe it was Herodotus that wrote the, <laughs> the prince of Egypt <laughs> yeah um, uh, part of Moses' story was that he actually is, he, he was born a, uh, an Israelite yeah. um, but um the Egyptians were killing the firstborn males okay. of the Israelites, and his mother put him in a basket, sent him down the river, yeah. and the pharaoh's wife found him, mm-hmm. and they decided to raise him as their son. Yeah. And then he goes off and was like, hey, I'm a Jew. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> 
<laughs> which, um, but like which, that, that's yeah. his, that's his that's his little story. But... <laughs> which apparently was it wasn't uh, it wasn't a good idea to say to announce that to people back then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> for a yeah, while. Maybe but, not. Oh for... my goodness. The Egyptians kind of have a track record of sacrificing the firstborn. Yeah. Or yeah. Killing them. At yeah. Least. That's really yeah. That's really interesting. I didn't uh, I didn't know that, but. Um, I was kind of thinking as well, like, uh, if we're talking about uh, kind of going back to the point that it, these are kind of oral histories, right, that have uh, changed and adapted over time, mm-hmm. um, it's uh, even if this, let's let's uh, follow the theory, perhaps that that didn't even that didn't even happen, that, or maybe there was some sort of sacrifice, but it wasn't yeah. firstborns. Not, first not all the firstborns. Maybe it wasn't even firstborns. Maybe, you know, it was just like a couple of people or something, one public display or whatever. <laughs> so you have that story in there, is that um, the in Judaism, uh, like in many, many cultures, the firstborn uh, has like particular significance. Yeah. Uh, right? It's, um, there's, what is the, the line, uh, at, at some point, Yahweh says, consecrate to me every firstborn, human or beast. Uh, the first uh, issue of every womb among the Israelites is mine, is what uh, Yahweh says to his people. So built into the uh, Judaistic culture, there is a, a, a heavy, heavy importance put on to uh, firstborns, right? Uh, they traditionally received double inheritance um, and uh, probably kind of took over the family, whatever, business or whatever it is. <laughs> I, didn't mean, I didn't mean the business, but anyways, it doesn't matter. Some so, firm. yeah, so if you were writing the story and you were uh, trying to uh, consciously or not make it more impactful to your to your culture and making it more relatable or it's just naturally molding to your culture uh it wouldn't be surprising if they just kind of this kind of just worked its way in and kind of placed itself over top of you know some other story a little bit and Mm -hmm. uh became the firstborns even if it really wasn't anything at all yeah yeah this is a story like about the israelites it's not about the egyptians yes so they're gonna want. They're gonna focus on like what it is that's happening to them. Yeah, exactly. And so. and let's say you know what. Also, I kind of had this thought to like historically the the infant mortality rate is is yeah. just through the like roof, j- just right? by itself. Just by itself, yeah. it was like uh, something like forty percent or something mm. if it before the age of five. Yeah. Right. Something also, like it's, that. It's not surprising, like given these conditions, yeah. and al- already with a high infant mortality rate. Yes. They're like, oh shit, our kids are dying. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be the work of it's, God. Exactly. It's the conditions are already there, uh, and and you have like you know you just don't you don't have uh, I don't know soap and things to. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why our kids are dying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's wow, already it's happening all over again. <laughs> the kids aren't being vaccinated. The why kid. are they dying? <laughs> oh, shouldn't we? I guess I shouldn't be laughing. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah. Vaccinate your children, people. <laughs> God damn it. Myth, myth, mythologic, logic, mythologic. And that's the end of that chapter. Okay, so that was uh, that was ten plagues uh, that we just went through. That's uh, a lot of uh, wrath. Yep. A lot of wrath we went through. Yeah. All right. Well, that was great. Thank you very much for the lovely conversation, Robin Ringland. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, that has been uh, that has been mythologic for today. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you to all our listeners. All right. We'll see you again next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.